Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa. On this podcast, I help you learn how to feel healthy, look good, and plan a life you actually like in the midst of all the everyday chaos. I'm so glad you're here. And thank you to everyone who listened and commented and reached out after last week's episode. It was so fun to have Roman be able to step into my shoes to be able to do the intro and the outro and the ads. He was so much fun to work with, you guys. I mean, he is going to have a life in film and audio and all of those things. So to allow him to step into this role was super fun. He's so goofy. I hope you listened all the way to the very end because we had bloopers, which he gave me the permission to put on there. And it was so much fun. We laughed so hard. But I am back this week. My voice is still not 100% where I would like it to be, which of course, you know, is not very easy in my line of work. And I also just don't have like the, the staying power that I normally do. But I definitely didn't want to let this week go by without putting out an episode, especially this episode, because I'm really excited about it. And I'm excited about what we have coming next week. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about getting excited again about your business. And I think that you could take a lot of these tips even if you don't own a business or you don't work for yourself. I think that you can apply a lot of these things to other areas of your life as well. Anything that you're needing to get reinvigorated about or re-excited about. And I know for a lot of us, that is a summer with the kids. I think we want to just be purely excited, but sometimes we're not, especially if we do work from home. So this next part is just for us work from home ladies. We're going to dive into this for a second before we dive into the rest of the episode. As you probably heard on last week's episode, Roman mentioned this. He did such an eloquent job of talking about what I have coming for all of you, but I know what it's like to be heading into summer as a work from home mom going like, I I want to have them home. Like I'm excited to have the kids home from school. But I also have some work to do. I've got real legitimate things that have to be done every single day. So how do I do that? How do I juggle being a work from home mom that has legitimate responsibilities that have to get done and I need to be on top of while also being present with my kids and enjoying summer? And beyond that, just dealing with the logistics of making sure they're fed and they've got things to do and, you know, they understand where I'm coming from when I say I've got to work because that's a real thing that we have in our lives. So I have put together my best tips, my best strategies, my best plans of action for how I am going to help make that process be a little bit easier this summer for our family. And I really want to share those things with you guys and help you to be able to get prepped and planned ahead of time so that there are certain things that you just don't have to worry about. They're already figured out. And so we are going to go into all of that in a very special free webinar that I am hosting next Wednesday, May 24th at 10 a.m. Pacific. So you can head over to mackenziecoppacom slash summer webinar. I've got that link in today's show notes as well. I've also got it on social media and all the places, so you should be able to find it there and get over there. Get to mackenziecoppacom slash summer webinar and join me. I would love to have you sign up for the webinar. Be there. It's going to be on Zoom. I'm going to take some live questions during the webinar. So if you want to come on camera with me and get a little bit of personalized advice about questions that you have about dealing with this summer and juggling all the things, it's going to be jam-packed with so much information. I really want it to be a valuable hour that we spend together. So again, head over to mackenziecoppacom slash summer webinar. 
Join me next Wednesday and let's start getting on top of summer so it feels a little bit less daunting. I think you know what I mean if you've ever been there before or maybe this is your first summer heading into it as a work from home mom and you're like, dang, what are we going to do? How are we going to make it all work? Well, we are going to talk about all of it next Wednesday. So again, MackenzieCoppa.com slash summer webinar. All right. But without further ado, let's dive into the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is all about reigniting that fire that maybe you once had for your business. That's specifically kind of the language that I'm going to be using is about a business. But like I said at the beginning of this episode, it can be about whatever it is that you are needing to, you know, reignite in your life, get re-inspired about. Because sometimes we kind of plod along and we're doing all of the things, but they all seem like we're sort of like spinning our wheels and why are we doing any of this and how do we make it interesting again? And how do you bring back that passion again that maybe you once had for your business? So I wanted to talk today about some of the things that I have done or I regularly do or places that I go to to kind of like get those wheels rolling again and get things moving and get myself up and going. Because sometimes the biggest part of working for yourself is that getting up and getting going. You can just feel so stuck and like there are a thousand different things for me to do and I'm not feeling particularly excited about what I'm doing. So how do I move forward? Well, I've got everything from some really simple tips to a little bit more involved processes that we're going to talk about today. So first, some just like high level things that I think are helpful. Number one, if I am sitting at my desk, which is in my bedroom, and I am just feeling kind of burnt out and I don't know what to turn to next, sometimes just simply a change of scenery is the best thing that I can do for myself. So taking all of my computer things, sometimes I'll even throw them in my little like travel work bag that I have for if I'm, you know, leaving the house with my work things, I will pack that all up and I'll just go downstairs or I'll go out on my back deck. Sometimes even I will mix up where I'm sitting. So sometimes I'm at the counter and I set up my computer there, but sometimes I really like sitting on the floor in my living room. Sometimes it's right when like the sun is shining in. I feel a little bit like a cat and I just spread everything out on the floor and I've got it all there to be able to look at at the same time. I find this especially helpful if I'm in a planning mode. If I'm trying to figure out, you know, what the next month of podcasts look like or what I'm hoping to be bringing to YouTube or what kind of digital products I'm wanting to create or, you know, whatever it is. And I'm if I'm trying to plan that all out, you know, create a content calendar, it helps me to be able to lay everything out. So I've got like a big foam core poster board that I use to do a lot of kind of like my top level planning before I get into the nitty gritty. I hash things out on that board with post-it notes and I will put like three months at the top and then just list everything underneath those three months in post-it notes but I have it spread out before me on the floor and I color code everything and I get out my fun pens and I have my planner sitting there and I have my iPad like every resource that I could need if I'm going to have people on the podcast who are going to be talking about their books I have those books there like I bring everything to the table or to the floor and then I'm able to kind of like visualize it a little bit better and see things. And it also breaks me out of that rut of being in the same spot where I'm always doing my work. So I think that a change of scenery can be really, really beneficial. And sometimes I take that change of scenery even a step farther and I will pack up that bag like I talked to you guys about. It was a bag I got years ago at Target. It's got like three separate pockets over the shoulder bag that I can fit my computer and my iPad and books and pens and all of the things in it and I will head to a coffee shop or a bakery or some place that is just like 
very sweet to work in that isn't where I normally am. And it doesn't matter to me that there are people around and people talking. It's actually sort of really refreshing when you work by yourself and you're alone all day long. Sometimes just having people around helps you to get down to business and do the things that you need to do. There's something about being in that different type of environment that I really, really love. So that is sort of my my first level suggestion. If you're just not able to get going, change your scenery. Change where you are. Get up and go somewhere, whether it's a different place in your house, whether it's outside or to a different location. Just get up and go. Another thing if you are in your house and you're staying in your space is to maybe set aside some time when you are going to clean up (laughs) because sometimes that is the thing that holds me back the most is when I'm trying to work because I do work from home and there are so many things everywhere and I feel like my house is disjointed, then I feel like my brain is disjointed and then therefore my business is disjointed and I'm disjointed as a person and like everything starts to kind of come apart. But when I can set aside some time and say, okay, I'm going to write the ship here, not necessarily make it perfect. I'm not saying everything is scrubbed clean and, you know, like Cinderella lives with me. I am just saying I go through And maybe I specifically pick one space. For instance, our downstairs level is just our living room and our kitchen and dining room area. And if I can get those spaces in relatively good shape, you know, put the pillows nicely on the couch, fold the blankets, any of my kids' stuff I either put on the stairs for them to supposedly take up to their rooms, but we all know what that's like with, what's that meme? Never had anyone more hope than a mom who places things on the stairs thinking that their family will take them (laughs) to their rooms. Uh, Yeah, that is oftentimes the state that our stairs are in. But still, if it's on the stairs, it's not in my living room and I can't see it. And so, you know, clearing off the counters, getting the dishes done, making sure that things are just kind of orderly. Not perfect, but orderly. Wipe down the counters, you know, maybe do a little sweep or vacuum lines. You know, there's nothing more lovely than vacuum lines in the living room. Those kind of things like up level the feeling of our downstairs so much and it makes me feel like a more pulled together person. It makes me feel like I'm going to be better at my business that day because my house feels really pulled together as well. The same thing happens, especially when I'm working in my bedroom, if my bedroom's really neat. If I take the time to make my bed or not have piles of laundry on my floor, which I'm going to be honest, there there are right now. There are right now. But if I were really at a standstill, having a hard time getting into my work, deciding to tackle some of those things and make my space a little quieter and a little more pulled together makes me feel more like the kind of person who I want to be, who is good at their job and good at taking care of their space. So all of those things definitely intertwine together. Like I said, there's laundry right now in my bedroom. (laughs) It's not always perfect, but It's a good place to go to if I am just kind of stalled out. And on the heels of that, I want to say also like taking an intentional break because it can be really easy to let things go and procrastinate and sort of mindlessly fill our time with other things than what we mean to fill our time with. You know, like those things definitely happen. But when we can take an intentional break, when we decide that every day, At this certain time of the day, we're going to take a lunch break and actually sit down and eat our lunch and maybe watch a show or something. Or we're going to read a book and go sit out. This is what I've been doing this week, and I've just been loving it, sitting out on my back deck, actually, while I'm eating lunch and reading my book on my Kindle. And I make sure to have my feet on the grass so I'm getting grounded while I'm out there. And then I also make sure they're in the sun. So I'm getting like a little bit of vitamin D. It feels so good that the weather is finally nicer and it's warm. And I just go ahead and give myself that break where I am not focusing on work. I'm not focusing on anything, but just nourishing myself 
and allowing myself to like be calm and then ready to take on the next task. Or I've been going for walks lately. I don't typically love our neighborhood for a walk, but I've been pushing myself to do it anyway. And it has been so good for my soul and my spirit. I always forget like how impactful just taking a walk can be. But when I do it, I'm like, oh, that is like the most refreshing thing ever. I feel so much better. So allowing yourself to take an intentional break and then come back to your work, you know, set a specific amount of time. I think you can even do that with the whole idea of clearing your space and cleaning things up too. Like set a specific amount of time, set an alarm that you are going to take that break or do that cleaning or whatever for, and then allow your brain to let that alarm make the shift that you need to dive back into some really focused work, which is my next suggestion is to once you've taken the break and done that kind of thing to take care of yourself and get refocused, then set a work sprint. So the same idea of having the alarm for the break that you're going to take, set an alarm for a really focused session of work because so much of the time we have a thousand different things that we're trying to do and we don't know what to do next and we waste a lot of time. But when we can really intentionally say, okay, for the next 30 minutes or for the next hour, I am going to focus this time, I'm going to set an alarm, I'm going to eliminate all other distractions, and I'm going to work on this one thing. Or if I get that done, this is the next thing that I will do. But we only allow ourselves the space for those things. It is so amazing how much more productive we can be. So by setting that kind of a work sprint, even, you know, doing it with a friend, telling a friend on Marco Polo or Voxer or whatever you use, text them like, hey, do you want to do a work sprint with me? Like, let's focus for the next hour and then we're going to come back together and we're going to tell each other what we got done. They even have groups for this on the internet where you can get in a Zoom call with other people where you are going to do really focused work sessions. This may be a little bit of a preview of something that I have coming up this summer, just a little heads up. But get in with people who are also trying to do work. It doesn't have to be the same work that you are doing. It's just other women who are also trying to make things happen in their business. And maybe they need a little bit of that push too to put in just one focused hour and see how much they can accomplish. So setting a work sprint and really telling your mind, okay, I know that I have all of these things I can do, but I'm going to do just this one thing for this next hour. I think your mind will be blown because you can really start knocking off things that you've probably been procrastinating about for a really long time. And you can get so much done by just having that be something that you set up in your life to do a work sprint. Maybe commit to doing one or two of those work sprints a week and you'll probably get more done than you got done in two whole days otherwise. But before we dive into our next tips that I want to talk about, I want to take a quick break for one of our sponsors, and that is Athletic Greens. You guys, especially in a time like this when you know I've been struggling with sickness, it went straight to my vocal cords, of course. You know, why couldn't I just get like stuffed up or, you know, like a normal person? Nope, I just lost my voice completely. And when I get in that sort of a place, where, you know, my livelihood is in jeopardy, I really have to make sure that I am doubling down on taking care of myself really well. And I'm so glad that I have the resources to be able to do that. And Athletic Greens is one of the top things that I use. It's the thing that I take every single day, even when I'm not sick and like trying to boost extra things into my system. Athletic Greens is the thing that I can really easily incorporate into my routine every single day. I've told you guys, before, but I typically take it about mid-morning because that's when I'm starting to feel a little sluggish and needing a little bit of a boost. And so I just 
throw my athletic greens in my water bottle, shake it up and down it in just a few minutes. And I know that I'm nourishing my body in so many different ways because it's got 75 different vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality, which is so important to me, that all have major benefits for my gut, my mood, boosted energy, even looking healthier with my skin, hair, and nails. There's so much that is packed into Athletic Greens, and it's really the most affordable thing that I can do for my system. Athletic Greens is a thing that I just can't let go of because I know that I don't have to get any of that other stuff and I still have so much covered with my AG1. So my AG1 is delivered every single month. It's super easy to make into a daily habit and I highly recommend it if you are just wanting to get on top of your supplements and feel so much better in so many different ways. So if you're looking for an easier way to take your supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash livewell. That's athleticgreens.com slash livewell to check it out. Okay, but now back to a few other little points that I want to talk about that can help us to get re-inspired and refocused in our businesses. So kind of on the heels of the last thing that I was talking about, about setting a work sprint and maybe even doing that with another person, is finding like-minded people who can support you in your business. I think this is so important when you're needing encouragement, when you're needing to bounce ideas off of other people, when you maybe need a little bit of extra support or need to find where to get other resources. If you are sort of networking, I really don't like that term, but if you're networking with other people, other women who are also doing business, you have a greater pool to be able to go to to get the support that you need. Starting a mastermind group with, you know, four or five other ladies where you can really get in there and talk about your businesses and they don't all even have to be the same businesses. In some way, I would suggest that they aren't because then you give each other all kinds of different perspectives. Nobody feels like they're competing with anybody else and you're able to just really fully support each other. But finding other women who are like-minded to you to be able to do your business with and talk about your business with, I think is a crucial step in helping you to really focus in on your business, get serious about things that maybe you have been holding back on so far. It's a great accountability tool and it's something that can really light a fire under you and give you ideas that you may not have otherwise come up with on your own. And my next tip is to put yourself in a place of learning, whether that's from the other people that you are bringing into your circle to talk about business with, or actually going out and taking a course, you know, doing something as simple as signing up for Skillshare. You guys have heard me talk about Skillshare before. I think it's a great platform where you can take so many different courses for just one base price. You pay for your whole year. In fact, if you go to mckenziecoppa.com slash Skillshare, you can get 30 days free to really get in there and try it and get a lot of valuable learning in even just 30 days and then you can cancel it. Um, But if you go into Skillshare and you look for pretty much anything under the sun, they've got productivity courses. They've got, of course, the creative things that we typically think of with a site like that, like the painting and the procreate and, you know, all that kind of thing. But they have a lot of business courses in there also that can be really helpful. You can even learn how to like speed read And I mean, there's a zillion different things that you can find in a platform like that to help hone your learning and do things a little bit better. And I think just even if it's something that isn't directly tied to your business, if you are putting yourself in the position to be a learner and be absorbing things and getting inspired in that way, it can be so beneficial and having this trickle effect to your business and your parenting and so many other different things if you start getting kind of like fired up about something again, you know? So take a course, whether it's on Skillshare or there are so many amazing creators out there with a thousand different courses for everything that you can think of. In fact, I'm going to bet that if you start searching for specific kinds of content about like a certain kind of course that you would want to take, whether it is painting or running an email list or, you know, whatever it is for your business, cooking, decorating, or, you know, who knows, 
whatever it is, if you start searching those things or even mentioning them near your phone, odds are Instagram is listening and you're going to start getting ads for those kinds of courses when you're scrolling. And go ahead and take one of them. So many of them are incredibly affordable. I've taken a few different like art and painting classes over the last couple of years that were packed with information for a really, really low affordable price that I was shocked by. So there's so much that you can find out there and it really helps to kind of liven you up again. So I would say take a course, commit to doing something like that where you're putting yourself in the position to be a learner again. And there's a lot of ways that you can do that for free. So in this part of the podcast, I want to move into some of my favorite sources for learning in general, learning about my business specifically, that help me to consume the kind of content that gets me inspired. Now, a lot of times I will put on one of these different things that we're going to talk about in a minute while I'm getting ready in the morning or when I'm driving back from taking my kids to school because there's something about listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video that is very business focused that helps me to get into a business kind of state of mind to jump into the work of my day. Now, I listen to a lot of podcasts that have nothing to do with business. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I love Smartless. You know, there's a lot of different podcasts that I listen to. The Big Boo Cast. You know, I enjoy a good podcast. But first thing in the morning, when I know I am needing to get to work, I need to get myself in that frame of mind where I'm going to get after it because I'm the only one who's going to be driving this ship forward and like getting on my own butt about getting work done. Watching or listening to something that is specifically about business helps me to be in that frame of mind to also get down to work. So I could also listen to an audiobook, but podcasts on my way back or while I'm doing my makeup, a lot of times I'll pop on a YouTube video. And so I want to go over some of my favorite creators in this way that help you with mindset and business so that maybe you can partake in some of their information and really gain something from them as well. And again, there are a thousand out there. And these are just who some of my particular favorites are. A lot of them you've probably heard me talk about before. So let's talk about YouTube first. These are my favorite YouTubers, you guys, the ones who I turn to again and again and again. So one of them that I really started diving into her content more couple of months ago, although I've known about her and followed her for a really long time, years and years, is Edie Wadsworth. Edie has a really amazing life coaching program called Life Mentoring School that you can pay to be a part of. And that's something that Katie and I have been doing for the past couple of months to really get focused in and deal with things not only about our business, but also about our mindset and our personal lives and all that kind of thing, which I think is so beneficial. And we're going to talk about that more towards the end of this episode about how like getting control of your mind and your emotions and your mental health is also really helpful for your business. You know, go figure. But we're going to talk about that more at the end. But Edie has so much great content. I really cannot recommend her enough, even if you only watch the free stuff that she has on YouTube. She also has a podcast that she turns those YouTube videos into. So whether you listen to the podcast or you watch the videos on YouTube, they are just packed with so much great information and encouragement. And I think if you are going to listen to nothing else, then getting your mindset right by watching some of Edie's stuff is a terrific way to be moving forward with your day. More businessy focus now are Jessica Stansberry. She is one of my very favorites. She is Southern. She is hilarious. She's got her dog that comes on all the time and she talks about. She's just very cute and fun and spunky, but she's got a ton of great content about business, about running your business, about specifically being a creator, about podcasting and YouTubing and so many other things. Why she switched to a Mac over a PC, you know, like cameras, all kinds of different information. She's got it all there. So obviously, you know, some of these are a little bit more focused on my specific 
type of work that I am doing. I'm watching a lot more creators who are giving recommendations to fellow creators. But I think they've got a lot of great business acumen as well. And I would suggest like, yes, these are my favorites, but go find the people in your field that are on YouTube or creating a podcast or whatever, because they're out there. There are YouTube channels and podcasts for everything under the sun. These happen to be some of my favorites. And when you go and you watch them, maybe that will help you to kind of know what you're looking for when you're trying to find creators who are talking about the things that you really need to focus on. So Jessica Stansberry, she's a great one. Katie Steckley, another one who just does such a solid job of giving very concise content about very specific things in her videos and walking you step by step through a process that is going to help you to achieve your desired results. I really love when a creator does that. They don't just tell you, you should go create an email list. They say, you should go create an email list and these are your next five steps or your next three steps to do that. I think that's so helpful when they make it super applicable and easy to implement in your own life and business. Another great one who does that, and I think she also does a really good job of staying on top of current trends that are happening, is Modern Millie. She's got a ton of really great specifically like social media information, but you can go to her to get a lot of encouragement and really good ideas. And then there's a new one that I've been watching who isn't necessarily telling you like, this is what you should do in your business. But he dives into the brains of other creators and picks apart their content with them to see why they made the creative choices that they did. And it's called Digital Spaghetti. It is run by the CEO of Patreon. And I recently watched a video where he sat down for 45 minutes with Casey Neistat. And they watched one of Casey's videos together and he just paused it all the way throughout and ask Casey about all the different creative choices he made in creating that video. And even though I'm not currently trying to become like a big vlogger and that kind of thing, I want to do YouTube, but not necessarily that format. It was still so incredibly interesting to get into the mind of a creator and why they're making the creative choices that they are. And so this Digital Spaghetti channel has only been out for about a month, but I think as he continues down this path of getting into the brains of creators, there's going to be so much really interesting information and great content that comes out on that channel. So I highly recommend that you go over and check it out. And then, of course, I also watch a lot of YouTubers who I'm not necessarily trying to do the same thing that they are, like Casey Neistat, but I still find to be really inspiring and I can take other things away from how they are creating their content. So I watch a lot of travel vloggers, especially couples. There's like this whole group of couples that have their own shows like Kara and Nate, Eamon and Beck, Sailing La Vagabond, Raya and Louie, Kinging It. There are just so many different couples. They all know each other, but they have these really great travel channels. And it can be really inspiring to just be watching things of when they're going around to all these different places around the world and the adventures they're having. I really love watching those. I also watch something very niche. Um, I like watching videos of people who live in New York and what they eat and where they get coffee and what the neighborhoods are like. And that is just something personally to me that I really enjoy, but I find it inspiring. And so when I partake in a lot of that kind of content, then it leads me to feel inspired in other places in my life. And even though that content is very different from what I'm trying to create, it still gives me ideas for ways I can come at things or how I can talk about things. And so I think it's a really beneficial practice to take part in content and take it in and watch it and kind of pick it apart and learn from it, even if it's not exactly what you're trying to do. But right now, we're going to take another really quick little break to hear from another one of our partners for this episode, and that is Jenny Kane. You guys, I got exposed to the Jenny Kane brand this past winter, and I absolutely fell in love because these are clothes that you buy that are going to last you and look really good and feel incredibly comfortable and just make you feel so pulled together while still being cozy and pretty effortless, really. 
I am so excited to be trying out some of Jenny Kane's pieces for coming into this summer because I don't have a lot of like sustainable great pieces that I feel like can take me from year to year to year. And I know from the winter pieces that I've had from Jenny Kane, I have the cashmere fisherman sweater that is amazing and delightful and beautiful and I never want to take it off and I know that their summer stuff is going to be the same way so I cannot wait to get my hands on it because I know that these are pieces that I'm not only going to love wearing this year but for many many summers to come and I love that even that sweater that I've been using for winter I've actually been using throughout the spring and into this warmer weather that we have because it's the perfect thing for me to just throw on in the evening it's such high quality that I love wearing it kind of no matter the season. There's always a time for me to throw it back on. I love that Jenny Kane is so good at producing core pieces. There are those things that you can dress up or down and wear all through the seasons. Their cotton sweaters pair perfectly with weekends or work days, and you look so put together, layered, or worn solo. And at the end of the day, I love that the Jenny Kane philosophy just really focuses on the art of simplicity. They have such a focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design, allowing Jenny Kane pieces to be those ones that truly never go out of style and make you feel as good as you look. So if you want to find your forever pieces, go to JennyKane.com. My listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code LIVEWELL at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at JennyKane, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com slash LIVEWELL, and you can use that promo code LIVEWELL at checkout. Mamas, this is your month. Who cares that Mother's Day is over? You deserve this. Go get yourself something that's going to last for years. But now let's get back into this episode. The next source of inspiration that I want to talk about is something I've kind of already referenced, and that's podcasts. Of course, I love podcasts. I'm a podcaster. I've been a diehard podcast lover for, you know, at least a decade now. And there are a couple of podcasts that I return to over and over and over again to get really good business information. So again, I'm going to mention somebody I've already talked about, and that is Jessica Stansberry. She's just so funny, and I I have a love-hate relationship with her podcast. So she doesn't edit. Ladies, just know that when you're going in. If she coughs, if she stutters, if her dog walks into the room, if she looks away from the microphone, you know, like, she's just going to keep on going. That sucker's not going to be edited down. But because of that, she has a really real and authentic quality about her. You're not getting this, like, perfect, polished-up thing You're just getting her real personality coming to the table with really great and solid advice. I also love that she's a creator who I feel like is at a place that is a little bit more attainable because she's doing really well. She's making a lot of money, but it's also not in the stratosphere. It's not this place where you're like, well... (laughs) I'm never going to get there. I mean, she has a decent following on YouTube. I mean, for sure. She's right around that 200,000 mark on YouTube. But it's not 2 million. It's not something that is like so far away that you feel like, oh, they don't even have perspective on where I'm at because they are, they're so far. She is much more real and gives you, I think, like real advice from in the trenches of how she got there, which I really appreciate. So the Hey Jessica podcast with Jessica Stansberry. Now, these next two ladies I'm going to talk about, they're a little bit more in the stratosphere. They have done incredibly well for themselves, but... Because of that, I also want to listen to them because they have done so well for themselves. So the first one is the Gold Digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher. I really like this because I think she does a good job of definitely talking about business things, but then she'll also weave in an episode about like all the biohacking that she's doing. Or, you know, she was the first one that I heard about cycle syncing and like, how our brains work during the different parts of our menstrual cycle. I I mean, that blew my mind. She was the first podcast that I heard that on. So she's got a really well-rounded podcast with also a really large emphasis on business. So I think that's a really great place to go for, of course, trying to get a handle on your business, but, you know, maybe hearing about some other really amazing things that are going to benefit you as well. And then I really like 
online marketing made easy with Amy Porterfield. So Amy, obviously, she's got a huge business. I'm currently listening to her new book, which we'll talk about later. She's, you know, made millions. She says she has like an eight-figure business from all of the online marketing that she has figured out and been able to do. She rubs elbows with a lot of big players. She used to work for Tony Robbins. You know, she knows Pat Flynn and all of these amazing people who have really gotten a lot of things done. And so she really knows what she's talking about. She's a little farther down the road (laughs) than a lot of us are, but she's got a lot of great solid advice that I highly recommend we take in and we try to implement. She's got really good ideas. And a lot of times she does do a good job of distilling it down into actionable steps for us to be able to take. But one thing I will say about any of these podcasts, it's not quite the same as when I'm listening to like one of the entertainment podcasts that I listen to that I just listen to for fun. You know, these I'm a little bit more picky and choosy with. Like I don't just listen to every single episode that they put out. I listen to the ones that are the most interesting to me. So don't feel like, oh, if you subscribe, you just got to like hammer all that content down. No, like you can still pick and choose the things that are going to work best for you. Okay, now that we've kind of like done the the more, you know, free sorts of content that you can get, I want to talk about books for a few minutes because There is so much information to be had with books, and books are a really great way, especially like with some of these creators who have podcasts and then go ahead and write a book or they, you know, do things online. You can find a lot of the information if you search it out and you tried to pull it together from all the different places where they put out content. But when you get their book, it's all pulled together in one concise place, which is so nice. A lot of times they have like PDF downloads that go along with it and allow you to really work through a lot of the different steps and processes that they have in their books. So I highly recommend getting books from some of your favorite creators and also getting books that don't necessarily have to do with a specific job that you're doing, but are in general about goals and high performance and, you know, all those kinds of things. So a lot of the book recommendations that I'm going to give you today fall more into that category. So one that I'm actually currently reading, I'm about probably 65% of the way through, but I'm really liking it so much so that I've been listening to the audiobook and then I went ahead and I got the physical copy. I didn't want the Kindle version. I wanted the physical copy so that I could make notes and reference things. And that is High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly, Bouchard, something like that. Just, you know, go with it. I'll have the link in the show notes. But basically, his company did this really in-depth research into people who have high performance habits, who have a really high output or have achieved really great things in their businesses or in the companies that they work for. And they did extensive research to figure out what are the habits that all of these people have that make a big difference. And then he deep dives on those six habits that they found that all of these high performance people have. So I think they're kind of really good things to just be applying to your life in general, but I have really been enjoying high performance habits. And then some old standbys that I absolutely love going back to are, of course, Atomic Habits by James Clear. That's always a great one. The Feel Good Effect by Robin Conley Downs. I usually re-listen to a lot of these books like every year or two just to kind of bring those principles back to the forefront of my mind so that I remember a lot of those things that they recommend. And then I also really love The Lazy Genius Way by Kendra Adachi. She's got so much great, really solid advice throughout that whole book that's really easy to implement to make your life a little bit better. And then I also want to say one more book is actually by Amy Porterfield that I just started listening to, but I think it promises to also be a really actionable, great book where, again, it's that thing where it's pulling together a bunch of her content from a bunch of different places and having it be really concise in her book with PDF downloads and everything. It's called Two Weeks Notice. And it's all about being able to leave your normal job and create a job that you really like and you can make more money from. Now, obviously, I'm not really trying to leave a job. I'm just trying to do a better job at the job that I've already got. But it is that whole entrepreneurial spirit kind of thing with online marketing and all of that. So I thought, well, 
her book will still be appealing because there are certain parts of my job that I would love to like leave in the dust and, and capitalize on certain areas of what I'm doing and not have to worry about those other areas anymore. Take a few of these irons out of the fire. So I thought I could come at it from that perspective in listening to her pretty new book called Two Weeks Notice. I also want to mention about books. I love audiobooks. I really love listening to nonfiction. Like I kind of mentioned with the High Performance Habits book, I a lot of times, like if it's really good and it's something I really want to be actionable on, then I will buy the hard copy as well so that I can make my notes and have that reference. But I try before I ever buy an audiobook to make sure I've looked all the places that it could possibly be free before I get to that point. So I always check Libby through my library, and I also always check Hoopla. Again, that is through my library. And so much of the time, I am able to find the book in one of those two places and don't actually have to purchase it, which is really nice to be able to still get all of the information, but not have to, you know, be out the money. Now we're going to take one last quick break to hear from our last sponsor for this episode, and that is Honey Love. You guys, I really am down with Honey Love's shapewear. You know, sometimes you just want to feel what's, what do the young people call it now? Like snatched? You want to just like have everything all pulled together? And that is what I feel like Honey Love allows me to do without also feeling like I can't breathe or I can't, you know, pee because I can't get the thing off. And, you know, like they've really thought of everything. They've created their shapewear in such a way that it works with your body. So it's not just like universally sucking in all of the things. They have this great X shape to their shapewear. I specifically really like their super power shorts because they're just like easy to throw on, easy to get off, and they work really well under a dress. And so this X that they've got going across them just pulls everything in where you want it to be pulled in, but not necessarily in the places that you don't. You know what I mean? They, they give a nice little like lift and shaping of the derriere as well. So you're not just like, you know, wearing a girdle. You really feel like, oh, I really look pulled together in these, which is really what we're all going for when we're wearing shapewear, right? We want to feel like the best version of ourselves. Whether you're going to a wedding this summer, it is wedding season. Roman's going to a wedding this weekend. It's frightening to think that some of his friends are getting married. You know, I don't even want to think about that. But... Suffice it to say, it is wedding season, so a lot of times we're needing to get more dressed up, or sometimes maybe you're just going to be going out with the girls. I know that Katie and Shell and I are trying to get in as many little dinners and lunches as we can over this next couple of months, and sometimes you want to dress up and really feel nice and pulled together, and when I use Honey Love's Super Power Shorts, I'm able to do just that. And Honey Love has way more than just sculpt wear. They also have really great bras, tanks, and leggings to give you everyday support. Support, no matter what you're wearing. So if you want to get your hands on some Honey Love, I highly suggest that you go treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with the code LIVEWELL. So just use that code LIVEWELL at honeylove.com and get yourself feeling in your very best shape for whatever it is you have coming up this summer. And now let's wrap up this last part of the podcast with just some books that I think are a really good idea in the mental health space. So I kind of mentioned this earlier in the episode, but if you are feeling really drugged down, you're feeling like you don't have inspiration in your business and your life and you're trying to figure out how to move forward, it could be some things in your personal life, in your mental space that you're really needing to overcome in order to be showing up better in your business. And so I want to suggest a couple of books that I have read and or I am currently reading that I think are are so beneficial, really helpful to do that kind of inner, deeper work so that you can show up better for your business. The first of those should come as no surprise because she was literally on the podcast last week, but that is Deborah Folletta's Reset. I am currently going through this book in a more deep way. So I read through it to get ready for the podcast episode so that I could talk to Deborah about it. But now, since I just listened to it on audio and I listened to it super fast, I'm actually going back and taking it day by day, piece by piece. And I'm loving it. It is just so 
good to really be changing mindset and grappling with things that maybe, you know, I've been shoving in the background for a while. It's just been a really great place to kind of get that ball rolling. So I highly recommend Deborah Folletta's Reset. We also might be doing a book club on this book in Patreon a little bit later in the summer. So, you know, keep your ears peeled for if we're going to be doing that. Another book I'm currently reading is Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before by Dr. Julie Smith. Now, you might be familiar with Dr. Julie on Instagram. She's super fun. She's a psychologist. She's got these great, colorful videos that she does. She's British. I'm listening to the audiobook. It's so fun to listen to in her accent. But she's got such great advice for dealing with low mood, for dealing with grief. She's got really actionable steps, which I really appreciate in a book like this. It is just so good. I can't say enough good things about it. It's another one where I'm going to want the hard copy to be going through and actually, you know, like doing all of the steps that she talks about. I just can't recommend it enough. So that's Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before by Dr. Julie Smith. And then another author, I haven't read both of her books, but Shell has, and she swears by them and loves them. I have read Try Softer, and I really want to read Strong Like Water as well. Those are by Andy Kolber, and she deals a lot with trauma and changing your perspective and gaining resiliency and strength. So I think those are really good books because, you know, even if things are going pretty well in your life, business has a lot of ups and downs, especially right now with the recession and like all of the crazy things. And so Reading some of these books that are going to be really good for your mental health and dealing with some of those underlying issues, I just think it can never be a bad thing. So anything by Andy Kolber, I highly suggest. All right, you guys, this was a little bit longer episode, I'm going to tell you, be really honest, than I had planned on recording, especially because my voice is still not completely back to the place that I want it to be, but... Regardless, I wanted to make sure you got all of these different resources and ideas so hopefully it helps you in building your business and being, you know, re-inspired to be jumping back into it or getting reignited to do the things that you need to do because it can be hard. It can be hard when you're working on your own and you're working in your house and you don't have those inherent structures and that sort of thing that like going to an office has. We we have to have a little bit more of that oomph in and of ourselves. So I hope that this episode gave you some ideas for how to do that. And if you want to take it a step farther and really figure out how to prepare for the summer when your kids get home, then be sure to join me next Wednesday for that free webinar for work from home moms as we are figuring out how to tackle this summer without just being completely burned out and frustrated. So head over to mckenziecoppacom slash summer webinar to sign up for that webinar and I cannot wait to see you there. It's going to be a really good time. But that is it for this episode. So you can find today's show notes by just swiping up in whatever app you listen to the show on or you can go to mckenziecoppacom and click on podcast. I am so appreciative to any of you who shop through our sponsors or our affiliates. It means so much. It really helps to support the show. And hey, telling your friends about the show, getting the word out there. You know, word of mouth is still one of the best ways to be sharing about things because we typically only share about things that we really actually like. So if you really actually like Live Well Anyway, I would love if you shared it with your friends and family. But until next week, ladies, I hope you have a wonderful week and go be bold and gracious.